Hey guys, it's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Fry and Susan Price, and today's episode is Heal to Deal. So, I don't know about y'all, I say that every time, but I have always been the worst for holding grudges against people. If you did me wrong, there was going to be a grudge held. If you hurt my feelings, there was going to be a grudge held. I was going to remember it for years to come. Matter of fact, just the other day, I was talking to Crystal about somebody... I had posted a picture with on Instagram and called her my friend, friend since middle school. And then, um, I was like, I called her my friend and she literally put gum in my hair (laughs) at a party. And I, like years later, I still consider her a friend. Um, so obviously I'm not going to disclose my age, but I am in mid thirties, late thirties. And I still, I don't hold a grudge, but I still remember your age. Really? I'm not disclosing anything. (laughs) I'm 29 forever. (laughs) But anyways, so I, like I truly, I'm terrible for holding grudges. I don't hold a grudge against her anymore. I'm good. We're good. Like there's no problems there, but like literally for years, like I can think of things that people did or said, and I still am like, oh, I can't believe they said that. But so I would like to say that in life, I would, I would say like, oh, I forgive you. Um, I just won't ever forget what you did to me. Yeah. And honestly, that's how I, I did a lot of things. Like, I forgive you, but I won't ever forget. But truly, like, mm, that wasn't the case. Like, I, I wasn't forgiving or forgetting. Like, I was still holding on to those grudges. Yeah. I was still holding on to that unforgiveness. I wasn't dealing with any of what hurt me or what was said to me. And honestly, I, let, I spent years of letting that damage me. Well, for me, I think used to, I probably held grudges, but I would call like it would cause a lot of resentment inside of me and I've realized over the years and I guess through a lot of actually healing myself is that um the resentment would just like linger inside of me and cause so much detriment to my relationships Mm -hmm. but honestly it was just because I was trying not to actually process what was happening or mm-hmm. process how things made me feel um, on the outside because it was easier for me. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it was just holding on to me and lingering yeah. and I was like leaking so much outwardly mm-hmm. um, and it allowed relationships not to either heal themselves or flourish themselves or it just didn't even allow me to be able to like close myself off on that relationship to say like okay that person was my person for this amount of time but now they're not or it didn't allow me to also like create healthy boundaries because I didn't even honestly know what boundaries were mm-hmm. so I feel like the healing process of it all, I tried to really like just not do. Yeah. I didn't I didn't want to heal. Instead, it was like if I don't feel these emotions and I just pretend like they're not there mm-hmm. and I just try to make these people happy or like please them, then I'm doing something better and it's fine. But in reality, I was like really killing myself. Yep. I mean, that was me too. And I still think it's a struggle for me. It's like, it's really hard for me to talk about what bothered me. It's really hard for me to um, just work through those painful moments anyway, because who wants to to feel those things? Because to work through those things, you have to feel those things. Yeah. And that's really hard. But in order to heal, that's truly how that works. And as I've done that over the years, I've seen you know, the fruit of that in my own life to be able to look back and be like, man, I wish I would have done that sooner. I wish that I would have forgiven sooner. I wish that like truly forgiven sooner. Um, but for me, like it was just, 
it was hard, which yeah. it is for everybody. And I'll never forget when I read Matthew six fifteen, um, it said, "But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins." And I was like, "Oh, so like if we don't forgive, then we're not forgiven." Yeah. Even though He died on the cross, He forgives us for our sins. But truly, it's like we talked about before, like repentance, but also forgiving other people. So for me, I wasn't forgiving other people, even when I said I did. I was holding on to that. Um, and when I read that scripture, I really felt convicted because I was like, wow, there's a lot that I haven't done that I should, and I should be doing these things yeah. in order to grow in my walk with Christ and to, to reflect Christ. Um, and I found for myself exactly like you were saying that I was only binding my own self up and then that was only hurting me. It wasn't hurting the person that I chose yeah. to not forgive. They were still going on with their lives. Like things were just fine, you know? And a lot of times people do things and we're still holding on to it and they've completely forgotten about it. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it looks like, you know, growing up, maturing, and then confronting certain things and seeing their perspective on it when you bring it up and they're like, that's not what I meant, or that's not how that was supposed to be. But all these years you've held on to this pain or hurt or worry over something that happened and it was just misunderstanding or you just assumed something the wrong way. Yeah. Well, I think healing is such a process. And I think sometimes we think healing or dealing with stuff is just like, we should be able to do it immediately and get over it and figure it out. And like, we should just heal from it. And I know we were just, uh, Susan and I were just, um, at this recovery thing the other day and a question came up and it was like, who are you not forgiving? And for me, oh, we're sitting there worshiping and like tears just stream my eyes because I'm like, well, truly, I don't feel like I'm not forgiving somebody. But then a person came to mind and I'm like, oh, wow, like this is, I still am holding on to things. Mm-hmm. But I talked about why I was holding on to those things. And truly, I feel like because there was no change happening on that other person's side. Mm -hmm. And this person that I was specifically talking about is somebody who I had expectations of having a different relationship with. And when the, you know, when you are hopeful that there would be some kind of shift in this person's behavior, some kind of shift in the way that they treated you, um, then you're like hopeful for something that if it doesn't happen, it's like it can cause resentment because you expected it and it's and that's not the case. And so I was like, wow, like it's hard for me and I'm always constantly truly having to forgive this person. This person is, you know, in my life and I'm having to forgive this person and I'm also having to learn how to have boundaries with this person but then there's there's actually it's hard not to say like obviously I can't say names and Mm -hmm. specifics but then there's somebody else who kind of has resembled the same behavior my whole entire life but you see effort being Mm -hmm. put in by this person and because there's effort being put in I'm able to honestly kind of like put down boundaries and walls that I've created because I didn't want to get hurt and I'm actually able to open up and like accept it even though it makes me nervous and I'm able to forgive a lot easier and I don't know it's just really opened my eyes I think that question for both of us the other day really just truly opened our eyes to like this healing process really does take a lot of time and it's just kind of like when you're physically wounded Mm -hmm. like if you're physically wounded it has a process to take you think like if it's you know you have scabs bruises you know um 
it can take weeks before this is actually like healed. And that's kind of like when you are wounded by somebody, it's just as like you were physically wounded. And some of those physical wounds, what leave scars. And when you're wounded by other people, sometimes they leave internal scars of like how you love others. And I think that, um, you know, it's just like no wound is actually like opened um, before it's healed, like it heals, like a wound is going to heal from the inside out. And so no wound inside of us is actually going to be open until we heal from the inside out. And I feel like that healing process is a constant thing in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we, that's what we have to take in effect is like these emotional wounds have to continuously heal from the inside out. And we have to be doing the work in order to heal these from the inside out. It's true. I know at, at this recovery place when we were sitting there at the beginning and then we saw the question, we're like, all right, what's the question for today? And we look <laughs> yeah. at it and I'm like, I, honestly, like, I don't feel like we need to go to group because I, I don't have anybody that I'm not forgiven. And I was like, I just really don't. And then as this person up there sharing testimony was talking and they were saying things throughout their testimony, I was like, oh. I was like, <laughs> I guess. Like, so then we get to group and it comes to my turn and I already knew like it was going to be a disaster. I was like, I'm going to cry. I don't want to cry, but I'm going to cry. And so I, th- so for me, I can talk about it, obviously, because, I mean, it's not really going to affect things one or, one way or the other. But so for me, it was that, you know, my dad had walked out. And I think I've shared this in so many of our podcasts, but my yeah. dad, you know, just chose to not be a part of my life after a certain age, whatever the cause, you know, whatever that looks like for him. I don't know personally, like his decision of why, but I do know that at some point drugs and alcohol took a huge part of his life. Yeah. Um, and so I've made my own assumptions over the years over, you know, whatever reason that was. But I also, you know, as I wrote my own testimony, I come to realize like it was obviously what was best for me. It was God's hand of protection over me. Had to happen the way that it did for me to be able to learn and grow and everything that God needed me to do and be. But um, I, I think as the person was talking for me, I was like, well, I guess it's probably my dad. Like I've forgiven him. But truly when I hear stories of redemption for other people and their dad or I hear stories of you know, maybe other people who didn't have a redemption story and they didn't make things right before it was too late, you know, then either way, like I think, I think about my mind goes to my dad. And so I think for me, you know, he died when I was 15. My plan was when I had turned 18 to meet him. So I never got the closure, so to speak, that I was hoping or looking yeah. for. And so I think for me, when I'm reminded by it, I guess it, I could say it's triggered or triggered by it, by other people talking about relationships with their dads or certain things with their dads, or even if it was like a mom or a sister or somebody, but it reflects the same situation somewhat. Um, it makes me excited to hear their redemption story if they are able to repair, you know, a broken or damaged relationship. And I always encourage people like, life's short. And if this is how your relationship with your dad or whoever's with, like you, you want to make that right before it's too late. Even if nothing comes out of it, at least you have an opportunity to speak to that person. And it makes me happy to know that people can do that. But for my own self, you know, my mind always goes to, I didn't get that opportunity because I was 15 when he passed away. So we never got to sit down. We never got to talk. So I think for me, it's a choice of truly having to choose to forgive him. I don't want to say daily because I do fine, but then if I'm reminded of it, or some days I may just think about it, then I have to choose to forgive him. Yeah. And so I think in that moment, that was when they asked that question, I was like, well, I guess this is the answer. I guess it's my dad because I pick it back up. Like I'll yeah. forgive, but I'll pick it back up sometimes and I'll hold resentment or bitterness or whatever that looks like and have to choose to forgive him again. 
Um, even though he's never going to say I'm sorry or he's never going to be able to say why or any of that stuff. Yeah. And that's probably the hardest part is forgiving people who don't give you apologies or forgiving people that you don't even get a chance to talk to about what they did and how it affected you. Yeah. We were talking to somebody too and I, I was just sharing that one of the biggest struggles that I've had with myself over the few years and I feel like I've come to a better place with it was like forgiving myself. And for a long time, I've, and I have to make sure that I am really being cognitive of like revisiting this all the time and making sure that I'm not doing it. But one of the biggest things is, you know, I would hold myself accountable for some of the actions that weren't mine like I was feeling guilty for things that I did not realizing that I was doing the best I could in situations Mm -hmm. and then I wasn't forgiving myself for those things um, when it came to my children or other decisions that I had made which a lot of I feel like I mean maybe men do it too but I guess we're talking about women but Mm -hmm. A lot of women deal with that. Like they deal with shame of not making the best choice or thinking that they didn't make the best choice or not leaving situations. Like for me, mine was is like not leaving um, domestic before I did leave it. Like Mm -hmm. I actually had promised myself because I grew up in domestic. Like I don't want my kids in this. My kids will not ever be in this. Like I'm going to do different. And then staying in it for so long and deciding like after my kids are exposed to stuff like, oh, I'm going to leave. Mm -hmm. you know like and I left I felt like a lot of shame and I wasn't forgiving myself for but I did make a change I did do something different I did get out of the situation but for me I couldn't see that because all I could see is I stayed in it Mm -hmm. and I didn't leave sooner but I think that that as women we have a hard time doing is especially when it comes to our kids I mean and even probably sometimes with ourselves is just like saying like I sitting down and being like I forgive myself like mm-hmm. I don't have to live in the shame and guilt of things that happened prior I can find that you know I did my best in those situations I can find that I allowed myself to get out and do something different mm-hmm. and allowing yourself to forgive those things and heal from those things but like I said it's from an interior aspect to where it goes out and that interior thing then then shows on others like you show healing as you walk like Mm -hmm. I feel like people look at you and they're like wow and I've had somebody say that to me before like wow like it looks like you've done a lot of healing a Mm -hmm. lot of growing and that's truly what we want to do every day is like we want to show healing on the outside we want to show what God can do on the inside and it portray on the outside of us I think that's the beautiful thing about you know stories of restoration and Hearing people talk about where they've been and how far they've come and God yeah. pulled them through. When we when we forgive not just others, but like you said, ourselves, I mean, honestly, forgiving yourself is probably one of the hardest things to do because we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yeah. We're always harder on ourselves. We're our worst critics, so they say. And so it makes it very difficult to forgive yourself when you know that you've made a really awful choice in the effects from that. Um, have just caused so much damage and harm and hurt, not just to you, but those around you, you know, like sin affects not just you, but those who love you, those around you, those who care about you, you know, and that's another thing. And so I think a lot of, like you said, shame builds up with that. So it's really hard to forgive yourself, but I love hearing stories of how, 
people no longer allowed themselves to be bound to that shame yeah. and that unforgiveness and they allow God room to work in their lives and make something beautiful out of it. Um, cause it, for me, it gives me hope to yeah. know that I'm not stuck in that position and like, Oh wow. You know what? If they did this, if they allow God to transform them and use them and they can forgive somebody for something so awful, then I can do the same thing. Yeah. Um, and that's why another reason it's so important for us to continue sharing what we've been through and, you know, our testimonies, not like necessarily in a big platform, but one-on-one with people too, mm-hmm. because then it does, you never know that your story may be the hope that someone else needs in so their true. life. I mean, I needed it. And so I know that other people need it. And so it's just, it's just something to think about is that um, you may never fully be at a place where you can say like, I'm good. Yeah. Um, Cause every day it is a choice, just like it's a choice to serve god daily it's a choice to forgive daily it's not one it thing is. we it do really once is. to just say i forgive you mm-hmm. like you truly have to choose because something's gonna stir up a memory in you yeah and you're gonna grow bitterness again and you're gonna have to in that moment say no i'm not allowing this to affect me i've already laid it down i've already forgiven you i'm forgiving yeah. it again like i'm not gonna let this build back up enemy wants that from us is to yeah. let it build back up but we have to say no um scripture says this uh in the nlt version uh, 2 Corinthians 4 8, it says, We are pressed on every side by, by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perple- perplexed, but not driven to despair. If you read that same scripture in the message, it says, We've been surrounded and battered by troubles, but we're not demoralized. We're not sure what to do, but when we know that God knows what to do, we've been spiritually terrorized, but God hasn't left our side. We've been thrown down, but we haven't been broken. What they did to Jesus, they do to us. Trial and torture, mockery and murder. What Jesus did among them, he does in us. He lives. Our lives are a constant risk for Jesus' sake, which makes Jesus' life all the more evident Mm. in us. While we're going through the worst, you're getting in on the best. Mm. What a promise for us to remember. God's making us new again, even in forgiving others and healing us. He's healing and restoring all of those wounds if we allow him to do because he's alive in us and making new creations with inside of us. So good. All I think about is Jesus and how he died a really brutal death and he was being beaten and whipped and all the things that he went through and nailed to a cross. And in his last moments, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And so I think that that's a huge testament of how we're meant to forgive. Like Mm -hmm. Jesus died on a cross and that's all he cared about was like, God, forgive them. They don't Mm -hmm. know what they're doing. But yet we have the hardest time forgiving people that do stuff to us. Yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy to think that like he was so selfless. Yeah, I mean, and we have a hard time with being selfless, but yeah. we're human, and he yeah. knew that, and that's why he said, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Yep. You know, uh, our humanly nature takes a hold of us, but we're also fighting things that are not of flesh. We're mm-hmm. fighting, you know, principalities and other things that are not of flesh, and sure. we have to that's why it's so important for us to know what is inside of us mm-hmm. because we're not fighting it alone. Right. We're not fighting trying to figure out how to forgive alone. We're not trying or uh, we're not fighting how to figure out how to get out of shame alone. We're not fighting those things alone. And I think that's the important thing is he knew, you know, he knew we were going to be sinners, but mm-hmm. he still got on that cross and said, forgive them, yeah. um, which is a huge, a huge example to what we should do in our own lives. As yeah. hard as it is, but there's healing yep. in forgiveness. Yeah. 
and there's bondage and unforgiveness. Yeah. And if anything, like truly, and I mean, I can say it from personal experience, freedom truly comes from forgiveness. When yeah. you can forgive, um, you know, you're just no longer tied down to this person. Mm-hmm. Like it's breaking every chain that connects you to the pain and the heartache and the suffering that you're going through. And obviously that, does it 100% make you better? No, but it begins to heal you. It yeah. begins to transform you and do something in you. And when you can forgive other people as Jesus has forgiven you, um, you get to walk freely in the freedom that he's given us and blessed us with. And that alone is powerful to be able to just transform. The weight is is lifted. Yeah. You no longer feel it. And I always share like one of the most powerful moments for me for forgiveness was um, at one of our, our very first ladies retreat. And we did the letter burning station, and that's something I'd never done before. I'd heard of it, yeah, but I'd never done it. And so, as I sat there, and I was like, immediately knew the three, well, the three main people that I needed to forgive, and I wrote those letters, and I cried the entire time, like because what it was doing was I was dealing with the feelings, yeah, I was stirring up the memories and what it like what it walked me through. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, like I was, it was like you were flashing back to those memories and stuff you don't want to deal with, stuff you don't want to feel, like you talked about earlier. But as I did that, and I cried the entire time, and when I put the letters in the bowl and we burned it, like truly it was like release. Like yeah. I felt re- instant relief. I cried forever after that. But like truly the weight was lifted and I felt free. Yeah. And so I, I just, that's one of the things. So maybe if you're looking for a way, because sometimes you can't physically go to people and say like, I forgive you. We, they talk about it all the time. Like if it puts you in a dangerous position or if it was like a really dangerous situation you don't want to put yourself in there so you can't always tell somebody you forgive them but you can still do it in other ways and god knows your heart and god knows your intentions and you still get the freedom that comes along with it yeah i just want to remind you guys too while we're closing out is that forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to have a relationship and maybe we've said this before but forgiveness is honestly for you and not technically for the other person. And so it doesn't mean that because you forgive, you've got to form this relationship or uh, restore a relationship. And if God wants that, then he'll do it. But mm-hmm. just know that forgiveness is internally for you and your own healing. That's right. And that... Um, you you don't have to feel like you have to do something that is not a process of your healing. Mm-hmm. If if that means that you don't have a relationship or you do have a relationship but you set different boundaries, um, you are worth protecting. And I'm learning that every day in my own healing is that you know, for a long time, I've protected all of those around me and not protected myself from certain things and I'm like well I'll just take the hurt I'll take the hurt so the other person doesn't when in really reality I was living with and I still sometimes can live with a lot of resentment but my therapist reminds me all the time like you are worth protecting Mm -hmm. you're worth protecting don't you think that you're worth that and I'm like yes I am but it's just so hard so just remember that you are worth protecting that's right you got to deal to heal don't forget that Deal with your pain, deal with the unforgiveness, and then you are able to begin healing. Is it quick? No. Is it simple? No. It's very hard. It's painful, but it's so worth it. That's right. Well, we're glad that you guys listened. Catch us next week, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.